Hello, and welcome to the Family That Podcast together. I try to be Ethan when I say that, but it never works. You're making me feel really good about myself. <laughs> Hello. You're welcome. Mom's a little more sultry Mom's than you like, are. Hey, girl. <laughs> I don't know what she's selling, but I'm buying one, one of those late night radio shows where they're like, Hello, and welcome to... <laughs> What do you want my you name sound, to be? You sound like the beginning of a Barry White song. <laughs> as many times as we've shared love and made love, I just can't seem to get enough. Is that the same as saying I can't quit you? Yeah. Okay. I think so. That is, okay, that so... That is actually the beginning of one of his songs. Let's move on <laughs> from this subject. So, I uh, introduced because I decided that we needed to talk about worship. And the reason why I want to talk about worship is because lately I don't miss church, but I miss worship. Like the kind of worship we used to have when we went to an acquired a fire and it was loud and you just kind of lost yourself in it, you know, and sometimes you would cry and sometimes you would jump and just, just full on... Are you saying you're coming back to the heart of worship? No. No, she's saying that she shouldn't have sat at that table at emo night. That's what I'm thinking. You just described an emo night. (laughs) I didn't know the songs. Mom just missed concerts. No, I've been to concerts. It's not not the same. I went to Vanilla Ice and I danced. That is not the same. (laughs) I had an emotional experience. It was a Vanilla Ice concert. (laughs) It was that Go Ninja, Go Ninja. I laughed, I cried, it moved me, Bob. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, on on the way home, I I heard part of a song yesterday. Mm -hmm. And it it was a hymn. And it was beautiful. And I thought, I I really want to hear something like that. So I looked, uh, I tried to find some old hymns on Pandora. And I can't find any. When you put in old church hymns, it brings up new worship songs. Mm -hmm. And I think that worship songs today are just shallow. They're not deep. It's all about water. how God is going to make me feel better. And And water. (laughs) And water. Or fire. Trees. Yeah. Mountains. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I want something like... It is well with my soul. Kind of deep. I just have to say that Lauren Daigle, Once and for All. That's a good song. It is a good song. (laughs) I want something with substance. You Mm -hmm. should listen to The Killers. Yeah. Aaron Gillespie's got some hymns on his. Yeah, Gillespie's worship album is good. It's pretty good. It's Gillespie. It's Gillespie. Even... The almost stuff is good. Mm-hmm. Um, their first album, Southern Weather, is really good. But there are you searched on Spotify, on Pandora. Pandora. Oh, uh, yeah. what are you on Pandora exactly. for? That's I like Pandora. Spotify's way better. Antiquated. You could you could type in hymns on Spotify and get fifty playlists. Yeah, you need to listen to this bike is a pipe bomb. What? No. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't looked that up in a long time. <laughs> yeah. And I, I just, it just made me wonder, like, because we've been listening and talking about all this deconstruction. Mm-hmm. And, like, 
if you when you deconstruct do you lose that lose what that need or that desire to worship um yes you lose it well i mean i'm thinking logically but because you uh, would have no reason to no but that your mm, deconstruct does not always mean you're going to leave the faith yeah deconstruct just means you're unconstructing beliefs that you held formerly which we have all done yeah there are beliefs we used to have that we have deconstructed yes yes so are you less deconstruction more dissect mm. eh, same thing the problem testing the foundations testing and what doesn't need to stand can go yeah the problem is when you get stuck in deconstruction and you never reconstruct yeah red <laughs> Rit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I think a lot of people who deconstruct do, but I think that they are, I think we replace that need with other things probably subconsciously. Well, that's why the, the actual, even with the ten, I mean the ten commandments, the first commandment's about idolatry. Mm-hmm. And that's, idolatry at the heart is worship. So, I mean, it's not. So, define the word worship. Do that. What do you mean when you say that? Okay, I mean... I mean like a one-on-one God focus. An intense one-on-one session with God where you block out everything else Mm -hmm. and it's just you and him and you're just expressing how much you want to be with him and enjoy being with him does that make sense Mm -hmm. you mean specifically with music it does not have to be with music, but I think music makes it easier sometimes. Mm-hmm. I mean, sometimes, yeah. No, it does not have to be with music, but that's what I want right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I'm. I feel like we're on <clears throat> a threshold. And we could go either way. And I'm not sure which way we're going. (laughs) Yeah. Like, we listened to some of Rhett and Link on our trip. Mm -hmm. And, um... A year later. Yeah, that's the one I'm in the middle of right now. I can't listen anymore. (laughs) (laughs) I can listen to their regular episodes. Yeah. Like, they have Sex Timber. I love that. Yeah. But I can't listen to their deconstruction because it doesn't... It makes me frustrated. hmm And I just... I don't... I guess I don't understand how you can have 
an intense experience and then deny it. Ethan and I talked about that the other day. Which, if you have no idea who Rhett and Link is, I'm sorry. (laughs) But Ethan and I are back in a good Mythical Morning kick, so that also includes Rhett and Link's podcast, which is called Ear Biscuits. It's a good podcast. It is. It's fun. They're just two best friends talking. It's kind of got the same vibe as us. Yeah. But, um... They're copying us. They're copying us. (laughs) Even though they're on episode, like, 375. They're totally copying us. Um... But I told Ethan that I listened to Ritz and he he kept saying, I had a real relationship with God. I had a real relationship with Jesus. It was a a true relationship. But they don't exist. Yeah. And I told (laughs) Ethan, I was like, if you're married to somebody and you fall out of love and get divorced, you say, we fell out of love. It didn't work anymore. We're divorced. You don't say they don't exist anymore. And I can't figure, like, I can't rationalize him saying it was a real relationship and then saying that person does not exist in that way because then it wasn't a relationship, it was a hallucination. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's him trying to prove to everyone listening that he did all of the stuff, Mm -hmm. you know. He did what you're supposed to. He's He's not following a trend. Yeah. Basically, I mean, it really is. Yeah, I'm not the I'm not the basic white boy that doing. I'm not I'm not I'm not the, the well, tip, atypical saying, progressive. He's saying I wasn't a lukewarm Christian. Yeah. yeah, I wasn't just going to church to go to church. Yeah, but he does also say that he got paid for what he was doing. Yeah, he doesn't know what he thinks yet. <laughs> I don't. Think he doesn't so know what he thinks, and he keeps spouting stuff off. I know because he's a three. And it's what we do. We just talk and talk. What well, makes me want to thump him on the nose? Yeah. <laughs> well, it's even like I, I was telling you know before we got on here, I was talking about that the book I'm listening to. It's called Jesus Interrupted, and he's he's the one that suggested it. And was like, okay, sounds interesting. But the we were listening to it going down, and and or was driving around, and mom's mom's looking at me like she's concerned because of what I'm listening to. Like, this guy is going through and, and just trying to disprove the Bible. You know, I mean, that's really what he's doing. Um, literally, that's the, that's the crux of what he's doing right now. I don't know where it's going later, but it's if I can if I can disprove what the Bible says, then the faith has nothing to stand on. Mm-hmm. And um, and so, but I'm, I'm listening to him. It's like, this is the same old stuff I've always heard. And a lot of it is things that's like, yeah, you're you're stretching to make this fit an agenda, mm-hmm. and so I can, you know, I can I can work that through too. And then sometimes there are some things, even historically, it's like you're not re- you're not seeing it because we haven't found it, or it really wasn't recorded well, or yeah, you know, like there's just different areas. So you can you can argue those things, and, but listening to that, it's kind of like understanding he he anchored himself in all those kind of arguments for so long and he's he shut down anything else right and he's trying to say that anybody else is illogical yeah. and i don't want to be that person though i don't i don't want to on one hand i don't want to be that person to be like well it's my way or the highway and i'm the right way also i told your dad like after listening to some of that i don't think i care if if what I believe is right or wrong to you, it's right for me. 
Mm-hmm. You do what you do, and I'll do what I do, and we don't have to agree, but we can be friends. Mm-hmm. You know? But I can say that because I have had personal experiences that I cannot deny mm-hmm. happened mm-hmm. to me myself. Mm-hmm. So I cannot I cannot agree with what they're saying because it doesn't align with what I've experienced. So do you think that worship is the thing that will pull us off of this precipice that you believe that we are on? No, I don't. No, I don't. I'm wondering because we've or I have been out of church for so long and the churches that we went to didn't really have that kind of worship. I just miss that. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to find that again outside of the church because <laughs> I don't want to go back to church. Right. <laughs> A Hillsong concert is no. what you're looking for. <laughs> no, I am not because they're so surface. I don't care about the ocean. It's not about the ocean. Mom wants to go to Jackson, Tennessee. (laughs) I do. (laughs) Which is a reference to a specific person that we won't get into, but... (laughs) Who is an amazing worship leader. I don't even know if... if Like, I don't know where I am. I don't really know what I need. Mm -hmm. I'm just searching for something. Are you searching? I am. I, I am. Yeah, but you're searching Pandora, and that's just not the place. <laughs> wrong spot, Mom. That was just my leap today. I mean, I haven't oh, had I'll time. Say to... that. That's who. That's what you listen to. It is. I listen to Pandora all the time. <gasps> Most of the reason why I started Pandora was because the only Spotify we had was your dad's, and I would start listening, and then he would turn it on at school, and it would kick me off. Yeah, so I, I had to find something else. You did make, that to me in my car one day. Make an account. I think I have one, but I'm not sure. We should just make a family account. No, because no, then you can't listen no. to it individually. I've got a work account, and I have a personal account already. <laughs> um, I have a Spotify account that is years old. Ethan's cultivating his. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't want somebody else's because I want it to be what I like. Yeah, that's why I got made a work one, because other people was controlling mine at work, and it became super bipolar. <laughs> oh, I got cat fur all over me, y'all. I, I just think... Do you do you miss worship? They go to church. We go to church. Uh, yeah, but I hear what you say, so... You want to talk about worship? Worship's Music a- man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Another thing, too, is because of is. Ethan's age and where he was in our journey, I don't know if he experienced that kind of worship. You want to talk about worship? That feels fake to me. I think that there were a lot of people in those rooms that weren't having a one-on-one absolutely. connection with God. Absolutely. Y'all so judgy. Here's the thing for I me. I know, because I was probably Here, one of them sometimes. Here's the thing for me. I've been to more concerts in my life than I have those youth retreats. And I know how concerts make me feel. And I have a feeling that's how a lot of people are with. And it is. I agree with that. I agree with that. Part of the fire. 
the only time I get what feels like a genuine worship experience is when I'm behind the drum set. Yeah, because it's worship is very individual. Mm -hmm. It has to be, mm -hmm. or it's not worship. Yeah, I understand that, and that's that's why I'm asking. Like, so when's the last time you had one? I do not know. Because that's what I'm sitting here rolling around in my head. It's like, I do not know, and I'm. I was trying. I was just thinking about it on the way home, and. I just can't remember. <laughs> because it wasn't even the last Acquired the Fire we went to. No, that wasn't a good one. It it wasn't. No, it was bad. It was horrible. <laughs> it's the only one Ethan's been doing. The headliner was Sean Locke. <laughs> Who is Sean Locke? <laughs> I don't know. And the worship leader did that weird thing with her vowels. <laughs> It was very trendy then. Are you singing Elvis? That's what they all sing. They all sing that they song. They all sing that song. And then song. they say the vowels weird. They go, Like that. And they usually play a ukulele. Or they have a harmonica on or their person. And a wide-brimmed hat. You went to school with somebody. That he makes fun of her. I know. When I was making fun of her, y'all were treating me as cause like I was an old man. But I'm like, I mean, the you, are an, you are an old but man. But the vow thing. I brought that up specifically because it's like, that sounds like a speech impediment. That's how I feel about Lauren Daigle. No. Oh, you're wrong. <laughs> okay, but, False. Okay, but listen to her cover of Don't Dream It's Over. I love it. It's mm -hmm. good. You should listen to it. It's her doing coffee shop. She's just a good singer. I like her. It's, she's like Haley Reinhardt. She's like a Dale. No. Yeah. Haley's smoky. <laughs> Smoking hot? Yes. <laughs> Better be careful with your family. Hey, hey, she went to Texas for Harry oh, Styles. right, right, right. <laughs> Ooh. Not a fangirl. I felt, I felt a little resentment from I would have fangirled over Harry Styles myself. <laughs> I mean, I ain't gay, but a One Direction guy is a One Direction guy, you know. He's a little too weird for me. I can't figure him out. Every time I see him, he's in a different type uh, of wardrobe. Do you remember David Bowie? <laughs> yes. That's what he's trying to do. Oh, okay. <laughs> I can go with but that. He, he's talented. He's talented. He's, freaking he's talented, talented like Bowie, yeah. He's freaking he's talented. He's good. You can't yeah. deny it. I was trying to think. There was a concert that we went to one time. <laughs> And I don't remember what it was. It was you and me. I don't remember don't what it was. Don't rock the jukebox. No. <laughs> but I was like, when we were there, I was like, this feels like a spiritual moment. And it was not. Like, you know, it's not something that, I don't remember. It's been a long time ago. But it, that was one of those moments to where it was like. So I can see the, the crowd manipulation. Mm -hmm. There's a crowd frenzy that happens. Mm -hmm. And, and. An entertainer knows how to work with that, mm -hmm. and I mean that's I've, that's where I'm careful. My last, so my last worship moment was actually in the gym, and I was listening to. I'm pretty sure I was listening to Keller, but I'm I don't remember for sure who I was listening to. But it was a podcast or a a audio book or something, and there was just a reality of God 
off of what it was being discussed that that I just had them I had a few moments in the gym but I at that moment it was us and me and him and that's it and but it had nothing to do with music it had nothing it was it was purely a thing that went through my intellect to my heart and you know mm-hmm. so the music side of it I don't care I don't care if you if you've got um, um, I'm trying to think who I even like who's the music city forgot mm-hmm. their name now but there's anyways I mean I don't care I don't want to say Hillsong but I don't care if it's Hillsong or if it's just a, an old backwood country church playing the old rugged cross like I don't care I, I, I don't I don't need a certain style um, I'm with music like I am with food I will eat anything and I will find something about it I like and so I don't I don't care about style um, but there's something in there for me that has got to my brain is going to run and do its thing and I need something to engage it mm-hmm. and if it's sloppy wet kiss then I'm going to get lost in the fluff I'm going to get so focused on the, you just said that, to fill in, to make it rhyme, or to, but you're you're literally saying nothing. Like, that's where, I don't want any of that. Mm-hmm. And, I I understand that, and like, I, I complain a lot about worship music and stuff, but where we are the church alex and i are at now has made me realize i don't care what they play as long as it feels like i'm not being manipulated Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i can go high church or i can do high energy church whatever yeah Yeah. as long as it is rhythmically and tonally intact (laughs) we're good i think even at that i can I can, no, I'm my fine. brain won't work with that. <laughs> See, I grew up. It just takes me back to a younger time because no. I grew up with not. No, Ethan goes into a drummer brain, mm-hmm. and he's like, Mm-mm. "I hear, I hear what's off beat, and I can't do it." But if you play "Reckless Love," I don't care as long as you're not doing it with you know smoke machines and low lights and. We're, I think, we're very just cynical. We are about. It's one of the things that we're cynical about when we walk into a church building. Of, I get angry when the worship leader tells me what to do. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, everybody clap, or everybody close their eyes, or everybody do this. Like, let me worship. Let yeah. me focus. Let me do my thing. You're just interrupting me. Like it, it's a because you're trying to manufacture. Let's a just take a moment. Yeah, and it. So, mm. and the other thing is, I remember the intense emotions that I experienced at things like Acquire the Fire, but when I look back at it, I think a lot of it was guilt. Like tears that I experienced, it was guilt. Oh yeah. It I was. Just, they were very yeah. good at drumming up guilt in teenagers mm-hmm. and making me feel like, and I think it was a lot of that. I think every teenager in that room who was bawling their eyes out is because they felt guilty. Did you need anybody to drum that up for you, though? It didn't take much. <laughs> but I think that's where my it's, mindset was because 
because I like rolling back through all of those experiences, none of them felt good. It felt intense. Yeah. Right. But the like the one time that I can think of recently, and I don't even remember where I was driving back from, but I was driving back from somewhere by myself, and uh, Deathbed by Reliant K came on, and it was that last, the John Foreman yeah. at the end. It's just something about it hit me, and I th- I listened to that song four or five times, which it's an 11-minute song, so that's a long time, but it was just something in that, and it was very real. It was something hit my intellect and then went to my heart, and it was like something clicked in a way it never had before, and I, that could very well be the first time I think I experienced true worship because mm-hmm. before that it was just an emotional response to something that was going on in my own brain. Yeah. See, and like... Also in that emotional manipulation, like there's the whole lead singer stops everything and is riffing, telling you all this stuff. But there's also just musical manipulation. Oh, yeah. There's very specific keys and very specific builds that will make you feel something. And when you've had, yeah, when you've had the earpiece Mm -hmm. and you've been part of building it purely based off of going with the crowd. Mm Mm-hmm. If you rehearse it with mm-hmm. a intended result in mind, mm-hmm. that's, yeah, you rehearse to make sure you can play together, but... But if you're rehearsing to build it's an like, emotional response... It's like, I know response, at this point, yeah. this yeah. is when we didn't do such and such. It's like a stand-up comedian. Mm-hmm. Yes, you play him a laugh. Building comedy, and you build in those moments where you know the laugh is going to be. If you're... If you're planning out your worship in that way mm-hmm. in okay if we do this and then combine it with this and it's going to get this response mm-hmm. I don't, to me that it's a manufactured emotion and it's not indicative of anything deeper yeah it's not indicative of any change that's taking place it's just something that your brain chemistry does which is why I'm, we're cynical about it yep yep <laughs> There's, there's the. <laughs> See, she cynical about it because we was it. never on. She's worshiping on that side of it. Yeah. Well, and moms. What do you mean? The planning part. The the performance side of it. Yeah. The performance side. I mean. And I just think mom's genuine with her emotions in a way that we aren't. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm feeling that because because when you said. What you felt at, like, the Acquire the Fires. When I say I, f- f- I missed that worship, yeah. it was, like, the most intense feeling of love. Nope. Of overwhelming love and grace mm-hmm. and mercy. That is what I felt. No, mine was God is here and I'm ashamed. I'm so sorry. <laughs> That's what I'm deconstructing. Is all of the shame that. Well, that was the foundation that your faith was, was built, built on. on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I, yes, I mean, growing up in the old country churches. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yours, <clears throat> yours, yours was different. Well, mine was like yours, so I know this. Um, Ours was not exactly the same. Well, yeah. it was theirs in that 
that generation, it ours was ours was more God is really pissed at you, and we're you if if you do the right things, he's gonna be slightly less pissed at you. He's never not pissed at you. Like that was that's the thing I always felt. Hers, I think, was more the generation of you're such a disappointment to me. And it wasn't even because you're doing bad things. I mean, for me, it was you're not doing enough. You're not as good as you could be. Yeah. You could be more. Yeah. Yeah. Because I was a good kid. I mean, I, we all have the thing, little things that we did, but it was always you could be more. Mm -hmm. Which, I, I, I hate to harp on it and sound like, oh, pity us, but it is worse when you're a pastor's kid. <laughs> it just is. And you can either try to reach that level or ignore it and go the total opposite direction, which is where you get the two pastor's kid stereotypes. And that it was, that's what I felt was God is here and I haven't done enough. I haven't brought enough. That's youth group mentality. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I got to where I hated, hated going to that stuff. Cause it was like, there's nothing tangible that ever comes out of it. Well, it's, you just, Spend 48 hours feeling really intense emotions about who you are and what you're doing as a person. But it's not it's not enough to create anything lasting as far as change goes. Mm. Because guilt and, guilt and shame are not long-lasting motivators. No. And I don't... <clears throat> in those places, I don't remember getting a message of love, love and mercy and... Yeah. You know, the gospel. I don't really remember that no. <laughs> being presented. No, it was a lot of harping. It was a lot of purity. Don't, yeah, don't don't have sex. It was yeah. a lot of people getting together beforehand when planning it and saying, okay, what are the things plaguing the youth today? Yeah. And purely focusing on that. Now it would be vaping. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it is. <laughs> like, when I was in in youth ministry, the other, like, when we would get together as a youth ministry team, they would commonly ask that. Mm -hmm. What's a thing that our kids are dealing with what now? What are they struggling with? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And what, what trite answer can we give them and that's yet, going to fix it all? And yet we weren't focusing on the fact that, you know, they didn't know how to read a Bible. Yeah. They didn't how, actually know the story of Jesus. Don't know how to read. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Period. And then... No, I will never forget. We were there one Sunday and we said Jesus died for your sins and a girl said, what? <laughs> and at that moment I was like, all right, guys. <laughs> so here's a guy. <laughs> what are you thinking of, Jeanette? <laughs> I just pulled the rug out from mom's feet. <laughs> no, I just... You process things different, man. I am so different than y'all. You are? <laughs> I thought That's Ethan was a lot like me, but... He's a lot like me, but a lot different, too. I'm a mix of analytical and emotional. It's horrible. Yes, it's, it's awful. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's where, honestly... I have a therapy appointment tomorrow. <laughs> what's... Mine what's... was today. <laughs> Y'all crazy people. <laughs> uh, 
This is my therapy. I go on Fridays. <laughs> this, listen, this and TikTok, that's my therapy. Yeah, yeah. That is my No, therapy. that's your escape. Yeah. Same difference. That's no, it ain't. I have a therapist. She's over there in the floor right there. <laughs> she does not ask she, you pointed questions. She stares She stares in the eye. Like, stares in my eyes like she hates my guts, and I'm like, sorry. And then she licks her butt. And then she, yep. <laughs> um, it, we're not talking about Jeanette. Um, <laughs> oh, um, we, so we, you know, when we're talking about deconstruction, I think that's where your struggle is because you never constructed. Your brain doesn't work that way. Like mine, I've got these, when you go construction, I got this foundation that this is this is everything right here. And then there's this structure that's on top of that. And so the idea when you go deconstruction, what you're doing is you're just going through that whole frame and just pulling things out and asking, does that nope, don't need that. Don't need that. You don't have any of that. You don't care to even look at that. I mean, if you if somebody pinned you down and said, What are the distinctives of your faith? I mean, I can set and build some points for that. Like, I have these things that I've, I've laid down. It's like, right now, I'm down to this distinctive. I mean, it really, mine is kind of, it's not even, a, I, my brain wants to put it together in a four-point thing where it's like it's the outer, you know, plate for the construction. But honestly, it's God does love me, and his son is the expression of that. That's my tenets. Like, that's, that's, that's my foundation. That's what I understand. Everything else that's on top of that, you know, I can take it or leave it on a lot of that. You, your brain, I don't think you work that way. I could never explain it like that. I could never explain it like that. And when you say, what did you say? Distinctives. What are your distinctives? I don't know. Like, I can't answer that question. But when you say, well, mine are, well, so are mine. I wouldn't word it that way. I wouldn't know how to word it that way. But it's the same thing. I would say, I love God and he loves me. Jesus loves me, this I know, for the Bible tells me so. No, because that sentence is really tacky. No, I mean, it's pretty legit. Um, Rich Mullins said that that was the best worship song. I mean, it's it really is I mean it's, it's the truest worship it song. is so <laughs> Jesus loves me this I know I don't I don't I don't I probably don't deconstruct because that feels a little threatening to me I don't want to pick apart everything because what if it's not real and there's a piece missing, and then other things start to fall apart. <laughs> yeah, but I think I think you 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 approach it like you do a recipe. Mm-hmm. Me with a recipe, everything. I'm following every single step. You, it's a mere suggestion. <laughs> you know the outcome that you want. Mm-hmm. Whatever gets you there, gets you there. You don't. So there's. So to ask you, that's why people will say, "Hey, can you get me a recipe?" I'm like, "No, 
because she doesn't work that way. Can give you ingredients. Yeah. So the same thing with your your faith. Like it yours is a genuine trust. Yours is just a genuine trust. And we have established that we don't work that way. No. <laughs> we were because you you said something the other day. We were listening to Rhett and Link and you asked me, How could somebody? Do you remember that? I can tell you exactly where we was on the road when you asked that question. Because I didn't want to dive into it because I didn't want to freak you out. <laughs> How could somebody what? Um, I don't remember. I guess it was Link when he was talking about he quit praying. Oh, yeah. Was it Link? Oh, is it? The, he's talking about like his mom or his wife. And he says, I never prayed through all of that. I don't know. I listened to that yesterday. Oh, with his grandma. With his grandma. The nanny. Yeah. With his nanny. Yeah. He says, I never prayed through all of that. I just did it practically. I think I just said it. I was just thinking. Oh, I thought it, because I was focusing on driving. We were, I was looking for direction, so I was kind of in and out. Yeah, I don't think they really said anything about it. I was, we were just listening to links. Oh, I thought he had said something. And. But then you were just like, how could somebody quit praying? I'm like, pretty easy. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it depends on your definition of prayer. Well, let me follow that up with a question. (laughs) Why? (laughs) Yeah. Because, like, honestly, I'm sitting here. This is, she doesn't listen to this stuff. Like, I'm within a few years of doing both of my parents' funerals. Like, you know, reality. I haven't done one. Probably my uncle was the last one I did. And even then, that was a year, it was during COVID. It was probably two years ago. No. Anyway. Yeah. But, I mean, my brain's in a different place than even there. Like, my next funeral, I don't know how I'm going to approach it. Because you're genuine. I am too. I call mine straightforward. And... But it's like the the struggle is the responsibility of being in the Bible Belt. I know what people want to hear. The the struggle that I have internally is I don't know that I want to say that. Mm-hmm. Now, I years ago, years and years and years, I mean, it's been a very long time that I quit doing the whole we're going to see him in heaven. Like I came to that conclusion. It's like I don't care who it is. I'm not making that declaration. That's not my call. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I don't care. I don't care on one end or the other. Like you talk about how our hope is that God is good. Not that, you know, it's not, I mean, it's the gospel. It's so when somebody's like, here's what I know is he said, he's going to prepare a place and he'll come for us. We trust him. Hope that person did too. You know, I, you mm-hmm. know, but I mean, it's like, but I don't know. Like right now, not that place I want to talk about all that. Because I don't want to come back and apologize to people. Mm-hmm. What does that got to do with prayer? Well, even during those, I mean, well, it's still the foundational, prayer is a foundational thing. I have conversations with God. That's the way I've always, I'm terrible. That's with, prayer. I'm terrible with the structured, get up in the morning, an hour kind of thing. I've always been awful with that. Um, 
do not ever tell people I will pray for you. Because that would be a filthy lie. You won't just say right then, God, you know their need. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nope. Because I think prayer is conversation. And I don't I don't feel like my conversation with God is ever closed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I know the whole prayer without ceasing thing. I know that. I hate that. It's true. There's a reason some cliches are cliches. <laughs> I know. I mean, prayer to me is not an hour in the morning and an hour in the evening and going in your closet and blah, 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 blah. Most people don't work that way. When you're retired, you have at it. So that's why I say, how do you stop praying? How do you stop conversing with God? I think for me, I get frustrated when people are like, I'm praying about something and then they never do anything. And I think like when Link talks about he stopped praying, it's, I just started doing stuff. I just started fixing stuff. I started making decisions. I started solving problems. And it, I think it's really easy to just get into that. I got to I gotta make decisions. It's got to be done. It's got to be done. I'm going to do it. And then the next thing you know, six months has gone by and you haven't prayed about anything. You've just been doing stuff. precipice is getting narrower for mom <laughs> no i just don't second time i've heard the word precipice today <laughs> i'm just realizing how different i am that's why we keep you around mm-hmm. this would be a much darker podcast it really would oh my gosh this would be the goth gospel hour <laughs> that just makes me want to start a new genre called gothball Mike Tyson's. Mike Tyson did. That's the church Mike he went Tyson. to. Gospel Jill. Faith, Faith Gospel Church. Don't cancel us. Everybody can. If you are a prayer, it's, we are trying to sell our house. It's, it's Maybe a, you want a famous home, two nine zero seven Clark Street. I mean, it's. Don't it's tell our, people that. <laughs> Uh... <laughs> and you can bleep that out. No. <laughs> I think in Marshall County. I think it's in Texas. What are you talking about? <laughs> um, I think I think this proves that you just cannot assume people think the same way. Yeah. Because, obviously, we don't. We do not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's why things seem so simple for me. 
why you don't want to hang out with us and talk about this stuff because we will jack you make me hurt we will jack you up <laughs> you make me hurt you make my heart hurt why Be- because it seems like so much work for you yep it is oh absolutely it's exhausting i I don't know why anybody would want to do it. We don't. Oh, it's a choice. We don't want to. <laughs> oh. I don't wake up every day and think, oh, I should overthink everything. That I sounds funny. I really need to ponder this from um, every angle You know, I wouldn't I wake up at 2.45 in the morning because my brain has decided that I've got to figure out the answer to this really ridiculous question that I have conjured <laughs> up. In my, I don't know. Like, I'm not saying I never question things. Just not every minute of every day. <laughs> And every single thing. And every Maybe single that's the thing. medication. Maybe it's numbed that part <laughs> of my brain. That's why I need to be able to drink over here. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I think that's why everything with church for me feels like a step forward and two steps back. Because it's like, okay, I'm going to do this. Should I have done that? What does this mean? Like, I don't know. Implication is the word that Implication gets me. is, yeah. That implication overwhelms my thoughts. Yeah, I think I said it five times in therapy today. <laughs> everything. What do you mean by that? Everything has an implication. So, if you... Let me think about, without being political, or without being. Well, I think going back to what you said about your distinctives. Okay, if my distinctive yeah. is God loves me, Jesus is the expression of that love. What is the implication of that for how I have to live my life? I can't just accept that information and move on. It's got to have some kind of effect on the choices I make from that point forward. Mm-hmm. That's what the gospel does. When, when... Yeah, it makes me feel really guilty for not... There was a guy on the side of the road with a sign, and he looked legitimately homeless. And I didn't do anything. I mean, everything you do comes out of that distinctive. Mm-hmm. And if, And if I proclaim this thing is my truth and I don't live up to those implications my brain's going to go one of two ways either I'm the worst hypocrite on the face of the planet and I'm the scum of the earth or do I really believe that thing and 10 years ago my brain always went to the I'm the worst hypocrite on the face of the earth and now my brain goes do I really believe that thing if I'm not fulfilling those implications. So here's, here's, here's me. I'm not making a political stance. This is just something I am always. I dare you to try to figure out where I land politi- politically. I dare you. You will not because he I does am, not know. I am very. Oh, I do. I am very apolitical when it when it comes to in society. Like I'm. I am an equal opportunity a-hole is what I say. I will. <laughs> Whatever side you're on, okay, I am coming on. the other direction. Yeah. So somebody, a buddy of mine, posted a, a verse the other day. It was from Leviticus talking about the stranger coming to your town and 
you're supposed to show hospitality, and he was using it as a dig against the whole immigration thing, a dig against con- Christian conservatives. I'm going to hit him on it because, number one, I'm just, I, it's fun, and he, he's, one, he's one I enjoy mixing it up with because he's like me. He's got a big brain and a big heart, and he both get in his way. And, um, but I, I said, number one, this guy just, this guy lives in a subdivision on a golf course in a $300,000 house that is surrounded by $300,000 houses. (laughs) So my, my comment to him was, um, I wonder Pick your favorite politician. Could somebody move into their golf course neighborhood without the neighborhood association? Like, could could they move affordable housing in there? Could they put a double wide in there or a single wide in their neighborhood? If they can't, then this person is a hypocrite. Whoever your favorite politician is. Mm-hmm. And if you live in a neighborhood like that, by implication, you are guilty. Because you should allow people to put affordable housing in your neighborhood, even though at a personal cost it devalues your house. That's implications. So, so in those cases, these people are talking about you know helping all these people, but they don't want any skin in the game. The implication is we should all c- carry the burden together. I'm down with that. Mm-hmm. Let's share the burden, but it can't be just it can't just be in certain places. Everybody's got to carry the burden. Mm-hmm. Not everybody can mail in a check. Somebody has to do the dirty work. Yeah. So so that's what I mean by implications. Is So if the foundation of your thought is that we have to provide affordable living for all of these people, that's fine. You also have a union job that makes sure that you get a certain amount of days off a year. You won't lift a finger unless you're getting paid for it. And so, like, I know too much about your life to say you really don't believe that. Mm-hmm. And so when I stand up in the pulpit, we went to the funeral home yesterday. That's what really got me thinking about all that. We were at the funeral home yesterday, and I was looking at a chair that I have sat in before and looked over the top of a casket and having to, like I remember that it was when I did Freddy's. That's where we was at, where I did his funeral. And, and just thinking about all of that stuff, that's always been a huge burden doing funerals anyways. I, funerals are tough. You know, I, y'all know I, I I I don't like weddings just because of the pomp and circumstance in it. But the uh, funerals are really tough because, like, these are the last words you're saving over somebody's life. Mm-hmm. Like you're you're summing up a person, a person. Yeah. And then you're closing this door and and you know trying to give the family hope in the middle of it. But it's like I feel the responsibility of giving that hope, but also the responsibility of I want it to be a hope that will sustain, mm-hmm. not just one that will get you over the hump right now, but one that you can put in your pocket and keep. I want it to be true. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, it's a huge responsibility. Anytime you get in the pulpit, it's a huge responsibility. And I think back to some of the things I said when I was younger, I was like, ugh. And, and now I'm like, nope, I don't want that responsibility anymore.
<laughs> I don't stress a lot about who I am. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I'm not sure how to process all of this. <laughs> I just don't think the way y'all do. I just don't. Well, we're jealous. <laughs> we are very jealous. I'm not jealous of you guys. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry that it's so hard. The, the weird thing is a lot of it's fun. It does not sound. A lot of I like thinking through ideas. I go looking for it. Yeah, I like digging through ideas. It's just every once in a while you hit a thing that kind of shakes you, and you're like, "What does this mean about me? Like who I am?" (laughs) That That makes me what I believe. That makes me think of a season in church. Do you remember when we would pray, "God, shake us up"? Mm-hmm. Do you remember that season? Yeah. I think we even had a revival during that time. Probably. God, shake us up. Yeah, be careful what you pray for. Yeah. Yeah. When I uh, when I still worked midnights at the hotel, there was a while, you know, I would often pray on my way to work because I had like a five-minute drive. <laughs> and it was just, you know, it was easy. And I would often pray... Uh, I'd, I'd say like God give me a chance to, to show somebody your love tonight and I stopped praying that because <laughs> I, I, I had too many weird people come in <laughs> yeah yeah. Like, well, you know I, that one guy? Like, I get it, man. <laughs> you know that one guy that came in every once in a while they were cleaning up his apartment? You don't have to pray for him. It's, it's not for Oh, no, he was. I didn't talk to him. Yeah, no, I didn't talk. I didn't talk to him. No, it's like when you, if you pray for patience, you're not going to get patience. You're yeah, going to get a bunch of opportunities to I, practice patience. I, that, that that's probably what broke broke my prayer life was uh, <laughs> was praying for humility, and then I started having panic attacks. Uh-huh. Dude. <laughs> That was right after, right after, because that was one thing that stuck in stuck in me from from the last charge, was was words, and from somebody that I don't like at all, and um, but I know that about myself. I mean, I have that arrogant way, and I was like, it's like God, I know you tell us to humble ourselves. I need help. I can't. Oh, he was like, all right. <laughs> Got you. <laughs> okay, I think you need to tell him. Okay, we're good now. <laughs> I'm done. I'm, I'm the most humblest I person. I am the most. I'm the most. I There's no one more humble than I'm me. too humble. I'm, <laughs> more humble than thou art. Lord, give me self-esteem. <laughs> now, you've torn it down. <laughs> Build it back. Please. He's deconstructed the like, arrogance. I mean, honestly, like I'm at this point now, I can't think I I don't think I can do anything anymore. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Yep. That was like, mm-mm, can't do that anymore. 
It amazes me that we can just start with a random topic and then uh, go. Well, that, it, it does not worry me devils. anymore. <laughs> I mean, we can shoot out a word. No. What worries you? <laughs> what wor- what, what worries her is that people actually listen. Oh my gosh. That has freaked. So share this oh, with please. everybody. Okay, but, listen. But my mother. If you are someone that doesn't know us, yeah, and you listen to this, we know we know the analytics on this. Yeah. Please like Instagram. Comment on the Instagram. Just or like it. Or we'll see it. Like in. it. Leave a review. Something. Because we know the numbers, and we're like, this doesn't add up. We don't know who. We they don't are. know that many people. We, well, there's not that many people that will listen to us. <laughs> we're counting people we like and have told about this, and we're like, there's only five. I mean, I did have. I, I just need to know who I'm exposing my life to. I did have one of my bosses say, "Yeah, I listen to one of y'all's podcasts." And I'm like, "Which one?" <laughs> And I'm playing back what through my I head. Say? I'm trying to play all these hours through my head. Like, I don't think I've said anything. I'm pretty good about work. I don't really ever talk about work. Because, yeah, I think I'm safe. <laughs> he said he listened to it, and the implications of that are... What are the implications? <laughs> I'm still working here, so... Hmm. Nobody wants us in ministry anymore. Yeah. If I they mean, listen to this podcast. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> If we ever do want to be a part of a church, this is it. This yeah. is all we got. <laughs> yeah. The gospel. The gospel. The gospel. The gospel. I can't do that. I mean, that would make a pretty good church name. Gospel. 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 G-O-T-H. Paul. Gospel. I have a band that sounds like Ghost. Oh, I was thinking, I was thinking O-negative myself. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. Blood type? Okay. <laughs> hey, that's what you could do. Your groups would be blood types. The A negs, O negs. Oh. Yeah. Two small groups. Oh. Based Breakout on blood type. Based, based on, on blood, blood type. Yeah. It'd be an interesting way to mix up people. Um, I would do it based off of signs. Astrological. All signs. of the Pisces over here. No, I don't like my sign. So hi, here's a topic for next time because we need to shut this stuff down. <laughs> topic for next time: Let's design a basic white girl church. <laughs> oh God, that sounds horrible. Sounds amazing. That sounds like sounds it pretty would take good. Fifteen minutes. It would. I mean, we could. You know, we'll invite somebody and let <laughs> get input from someone that may know who. Who do who, we know? Who do we know? Who do we know? I wonder, wonder. wonder. Who, <laughs> do, do. Edit that. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye. Remember when this was about worship? <laughs> no. <Yeah. laughs>